Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another um, podcast here on iHeart2C. I'm Hannah McGee and my favorite person, John McGee here is my co-host. And we have another um, special guest for you. Something that happens every year in Canyon County um, that so many of us look forward to is the Snake River Stampede Rodeo that takes place um, at the Nampa uh, Ford Idaho Center. And so we have the pleasure of having the president of the uh, Idaho Stampede Board, uh, Dan Ward, with us here on on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Dan. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, we're so happy you're here. (laughs) We would love to hear more about um, some of the history about uh, Snake River Stampede and um, how how it became such a popular thing here in Canyon County, especially in Nampa. Well, I can kind of start out as, you know, when we first started. So to give you the history, it actually started in 1913. Wow. And it was uh, held at where right now is where the Nampa Post Office is. And they had just kind of a, a dirt pasture and they started doing some buck and bronx and a few other events. And of course, they went through people's yards and clothes lines and wow. a few gardens. So uh, then in 1915, um, they built kind of a fence around there, and they actually had their first rodeo. And in, and back then, it was called uh, the Harvest Festival. It put it on, and it was called the the uh, the Bucking Broncos or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how it got started. And so it went along in a few years, and then um, in about the 1930s. It was, uh, they started building arena and a few bleachers were uh, on Garrity Boulevard where the uh, stampede used to be held. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, kind of a a big thing and everybody started doing parades and festivals and that type of thing. And then of course we went through a recession and there wasn't much of a rodeo, but we still kept it going. And then in 1950, um, my great uncle George King, put the loan out to build the uh, Snake River Stampede Arena, which mm. was the first outdoor arena in the United States. It was just dedicated to rodeo. Wow. And so George King put up the money to build that for $50,000. So mm. and it's at uh, um, 10,000 people and it become really, really popular. So, it used to be held in the fall in September, but uh, the turnout wasn't really good for the Cowboys, so they moved it to July, around the 4th of July, and that's when we started getting um, good com- competitors, Cowboys and Cowgirls, so mm-hmm. they're involved into one of the top 10 rodeos in the world. Wow, 
That's amazing. And in 1967, we moved out to the Idaho Center and became uh, indoor rodeo. So that's kind of where we evolved to. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah. quite a transition. Yeah, talk about that for a little bit. You mentioned it's top 10 rodeo in the yeah. in the world, right? I mean, we, we're, we're blessed to have it here in this county and we have mm-hmm. great access to it, but you've got people from all over the world that come watch this rodeo. Uh, come watch rodeo and the competitors from all over the world. So, you know, you got um, the bull riders from Brazil and in Mexico and then all the, uh, the rest of the United States. So it's a big draw. And, you know, um, <clears throat> so the thing with the top 10 rodeos, so it goes on the money payout, not as far as the capacity of people or mm-hmm. that. So the purse is what we call the purse is the payout. So that's, we're in the top 10, 15 rodeos right now, as far as being the biggest payout. Hmm. Wow. That must be an attraction, obviously, for competitors to come to Idaho to compete. Yeah, and so we've added a few things this year. Uh, we're going to actually have breakaway roping for the women. Uh, first time ever for hmm. Nampa, so we're going to add that in. We've added the amphitheater, which is an outside uh, venue that we have uh, live TV coverage out there, vendors, food, a little bit of everything. So. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a nice thing during the rodeo and after rodeo. So we'll have live music and, and entertainment out there all during the week. Yeah. And so um, what have you, ha- have you gotten to know kind of some of the people from out of, out of the country? Um, do, have you ever heard any feedback about when they come up, come from out of the country, um, what they kind of the sense that they feel um, about maybe this rodeo compared to other rodeos that they've been to. Is there anything that sticks out and um, that they've ever shared with you that um, so special about the stampede? So probably not so much out of the country people, but out of the, you know, out of the area in, in the United States. I know a few people from out of the country. We've had from Sweden and that. We've had an opportunity to talk to them. And mm-hmm. Of course, that's the first rodeo they've ever been to. And, you know, they were amazed on how organized and how swift we run our rodeo. So we've been compared to the national final rodeo on how we operate ours. And uh, it's been really good. Uh, as far as the people out of state coming, I mean, and have they been the other rodeos, they put us in the very top. Hmm. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's encouraging. Um, so what, when someone would come to the Stampede Rodeo, what should they expect um, to see when they um, are observing the rodeo for the first time? So if they come, you know, it, it, it's quite nice to be indoors for number yes. one, it's air conditioned, so Definitely. you don't have to sit out in that hot heat. But I think when they come and they, they don't expect the quality of the athletes, of the cowboys and the uh, stock, and, and then also uh, how well it's put together. And then, of course, we're... Uh, world known for our stampeders, the girls that uh, ride mm-hmm. during the night with lights on during yes. the dark, sorry. Um, so that is world renowned. It is a specialty thing that nobody else has or ever done. So that's quite the amazing uh, show to watch that just in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, will they see um, 
uh, bull riding? Will they, what kind of other um, um, competitions are taking place every night at the rodeo? So, yeah, so we start out with saddle bronc riding, mm-hmm. and then we do uh, tie down, and then we do bareback. We do barrel racing. There are seven actually main events. Um, we're going to do breakaway this year, bull riding, steer wrestling, and uh, tie down. I mean, not tie down, but uh, uh, team roping. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of things you can get to see, plus some entertainment. We're having the yes. uh, cowboy monkey this year for entertainment. He's 30 years old. We've had him in the past, and he puts on quite a show. So that'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. the, the cowboy monkey this year. Oh, that'll be fun. I can remember going to the Stampede when I was a kid, and it, the Stampede used to have a big musical act or a big performing act. I can remember going to, I believe it was the Mandrells. My parents took my brothers and I there, but that's kind of gone by the wayside. It's been more focused on the rodeo. Yeah, and I and I think, it, you know, time has changed where the cowboy shows used to be on there. I mean, uh, the first performer ever... Uh, and there was one before him, but I can't remember, but Gene Autry was the first one in 1951, wow. 52. And we've had Cisco Kidd, we've had Roy Rogers, we've had Lynn Anderson, uh, Reba McIntyre, before mm-hmm. she was well known, she performed there. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, and if, if you remember the old Green, uh, Green Queen, which we call the Stampede thing, you used to have all the names of yes. every performer there you know bestus and best parker and doc and uh, just not numerous amounts of entertainment but we've gone away from that because there isn't any more cowboy stars that we used to grow up with sure have you guys done a study or looked into the economic um the economic the what you bring to Nampa in Canyon County every year is just, it's just unbelievable. The, the dollars that are turned over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We figured, you know, in the 10 million uh, area that we bring to the Valley, um, mm-hmm. you know, hotels, food, um, you name it, you know, just a lot of things that we bring into the Valley with that. So yeah, it's been a real economic impact. And then with that, uh, we also donate to the Boys and Girls Club and all kinds of different uh, entities that uh, we contribute to. And, and so we're nonprofit, so we take all our extra money and donate it to the community. Yeah, and I think that's something really important that, that, our, that folks in our county need to know about is that not only do you provide this great entertainment and this great opportunity to, to hang out and see a great rodeo, but the charitable aspect, the m- amount of money that you put back in the community in these different organizations. You mentioned the Boys and Girls Clubs. Are there are there other charities that you help out as well? Oh, yeah. So St. Al, St. Luke's, um, we contribute to them. Um, um, <clears throat> there are several, and I hope I don't miss any, but um, uh, Salvation Army, um, the crisis for women and that type of stuff. So yeah. there's numerous and numerous ones we do. So, and to kind of point out too, we have uh, 18 directors. We have uh, 30 plus committees. We have over 400 plus volunteers mm-hmm. and none of us are paid to do this uh, volunteer work except for one person. And that's our executive secretary. So yeah. Wow. I should executive director. Yeah. That is definitely, um, 
among the many things we love about the Snake River Stampede is that you truly do get the community involved and um, vested into this event. Um, I know every month or every night you have a different different theme um, where you're highlighting either different organizations or um, people of impact. Um, do you um, would you share with us some of those themes that you guys have? Each night? Yeah, so Thursday night is usually our Patriot night, which we honor all the armed services, police, mm-hmm. fire departments, and that type of thing. And we give several tickets out for that uh, senior citizens, uh, veterans, that type of thing for that night. Um, East night has a different theme. Um, we have whiskey night, which is our, we mm-hmm. sponsor a stampede whiskey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's aware of that, but. Um, but that goes to charity and all that thing with that type of thing. So uh, Saturday matinee is for kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have that. Next, we have six performances, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, we have a matinee. And, and Saturday night, we have the uh, championship rodeo on Saturday night. So it's quite the, quite the show. Yeah, it sure is. Um, and would you remind our listeners of the the dates in July that that takes yes. place? <clears throat> yes, July nineteenth through the twenty third. Mm-hmm. So that's Tuesday through Saturday, and uh, the gates open at five thirty. The rodeo starts at seven. Now it sounds like a long time in between, but we have mountain busting. Uh, we have junior rodeo, mm-hmm. uh, and I think another terrible thing that we do is um, the calf scramble. So the calf scramble involves um, giving calves to about 10 uh, local FFA or 4-H kids, and they get to keep that calf. They mm-hmm. actually go out in the arena and catch it. They get to keep that calf, and then each year, that's how a lot of them have built up a herd or made some money for college. Um, a great. lot of good things. Yeah. And it's definitely fun to, I encourage any of our listeners who are going to go or buy tickets to come when the doors open because it's so fun to see this younger generation of kids, um, whether they try mutton busting and try riding those sheep or chasing those calves. It's, it's, uh, it's very entertaining, but it's also really encouraging just to see young people out there getting involved too. So it's, it's definitely worth coming early when the doors definitely open. So. Well, I think, you know, the number one draw is the mutton busting. Yeah. That's true. Everybody loves to watch that. Oh, so, gosh. Yeah. You know, that's why you come early to watch the mutton busting, and everybody's mm-hmm. really happy about seeing that. Yeah. And also the amphitheater, if you come early, gets open. You can go out and get food, you know, uh, watch some goat roping and, and just some good entertainment out there. And then you can, if you have tickets, you can come inside and watch the rodeo, or you can stay out there and watch the rodeo on a big screen. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dan, and sharing about the Stampede. Um, once again, John and I definitely love bringing our kids and bringing our family and enjoying something that they offer for Canyon County. It's definitely part of Canyon County pride for sure. Well, thanks for having me, and we'll see you at the rodeo. All right, and we'll Sounds put all of the uh, rodeo information in the notes for all of you to look and hope to see you out there. Thanks, Dan. All right, you guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com.
You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.